Hey everyone, you're listening to the Southwest Design Labs podcast, and today we're coming to you from St. Cecilia Studios in downtown Tucson. Now, as you all know, this podcast is all about design thinking, innovation, entrepreneurship, but today I feel like adding a new twist. Today I want to talk about how we innovate through food, and if you may, how does food carry our cultural DNA, and along those lines, well, how does food impact our economic development? And who better to talk about economic development and food than our friend Felipe Garcia. He's vice president of Mexico marketing for Visit Tucson. Felipe holds a degree in law from the Monterrey Institute of Technology in Mexico and an LLM in international trade and investment law from the University of Arizona's College of Law. Felipe represents Tucson to our neighbors to the south, and he promotes key industries such as tourism, hospitality, entertainment, and of course, food. Welcome to the show, Felipe. Victor, thank you very much for having me. Appreciate it. Uh, Felipe, I'm, I'm trying to think of the last time we had coffee, uh, but I feel like every time we meet, we always end up talking about Mexican food or food in general. Why is that? You know something? I, I, a lot of times we don't think about food and the importance it has in our day-to-day life in our society. Not only keeps us alive, but it's phenomenal that it's one of the few things that all your senses are in front of it. You, you taste it, you smell it, you see it, you can touch it, you can feel it. And But what is most important is the element of what food brings to connecting individuals and how you see in many cultures that food is so important to the day-to-day. I mean, you go almost anywhere in the world and you want to meet with with someone. If I want to catch up with you, Victor, I'm going to call you and say, Victor, let's have at least a cup of coffee. Let's have lunch, dinner, breakfast. But there's always something related to food that will bring people together. So I think that's the importance of it. And we're starting to realize what it means to a community, a society, an individual. And we're starting to learn from it and actually starting to innovate here in Tucson and around the world around the topic of food. In talking about innovation in Tucson, tell us a little bit about what you do and what, what's your role. Sure. So uh, we've always known that the, the food scene in Tucson is phenomenal. And when we look at just analyzing data in, 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 uh, in our search engines in Google, we know that people are prone to search information on food and restaurants when they're in Tucson. Or when we do Facebook post ads, uh, we assume that whenever we, we talk about food, people are, they react more and they comment more. But a few months ago, uh, or years, I should say, there was a, a very interesting group here in Tucson that I got together from the city of Tucson, the University of Arizona, and they say, you know something, we need to celebrate and really bring to the next level what food means to our community. And um, thanks to the leadership of many, including Jonathan Mayberry, the city, the, the mayor itself, that helped push this effort, we, the city of Tucson, we went and requested the United Nations, UNESCO, their division on, on, uh, on education and science, to designate Tucson as a city of gastronomy. And last year we got that designation, and it, it's phenomenal. I mean, it's great. Now, it's great that we have the designation. Now the challenge we have is what we make out of it. And that's what we're working right now in very specific programs to take advantage of this designation. How does this designation make your job easier? You know something, it, first of all, brings some validity of what we've already known. We know that the food industry, the food scene in Tucson, it's phenomenal. From the restaurant side where we go and consume to uh, the work that Native Seed Search does to the work that produce brokers bring to our community, the concept from, from a farm to fork or from, uh, from the farm to the table. So we know that everything was happening in Tucson, but it's great when an organization such as UNESCO comes and say, yes, everything you're saying, you're right. It's happening in Tucson. And we're the only city right now in the United States with this designation. Now, something that that it's interesting to know is that it's not a diploma that you earn and you hang on your wall and that's it. You need to make something out of it. But also, 
every four years we have to be taking a series of steps. And every four years, UNESCO actually goes and looks at what you've been doing, and they might take the designation away. They might say, you know something, you're, you have not followed through uh, your recommendations, your scope of work, your, your project, so you're not anymore a city of gastronomy. So it, it's a challenge to our community. It's, um, it's humbling that we get this recognition, but we're proud of it because we deserve it. I feel like Tucson's a very creative city. We, we were talking about music when you were here earlier. Do you, do you think Tucson will ever end up hosting something like a South by Southwest around food? I think so. And you know something? We're starting to see little sparks here and there. So uh, uh, let me give an example. Uh, Hotel Congress, they've done a great job with Agave Fest. It's a great event showcasing what, what, uh, what Tucson has to offer, celebrating agave-based drinks. So a few, last year actually, uh, we got together with, with Todd, the general manager of Hotel Congress, and said, well, what can we do to keep growing this event? And, and very organic, all of a sudden, uh, Curtis from the Rialto Theater said, well, we're going to bring these free concerts to Tucson uh, the same days. And then Hotel Congress as well, we're going to do these events. And then Janos Wilder, I'm going to do a dinner that is going to take some local ingredients and pair with agave. And we talked to uh, Ricardo Pineda, the Consul of Mexico, that has done a great job and said, okay, what's the up-and-coming drink in Mexico based out of, of uh, mezcal, in, in, of, of agave, it's mezcal. So he said, well, what if we bring some new producers of mezcal that are not in the United States and do samplings here in Tucson? So those individuals that want to carry their product in New York, Chicago, anywhere, they have to come to Tucson to, to taste to it. Tucson. Right. So um, we started last year. It's happening again this year. We're going to have a... Um, uh, industry session, we're going to have community events. So we're starting to see this program grow. And then at the same time, uh, Council Member Regina Romero, she's been pushing a lot, uh, 12th Avenue on the south side, and, and, and what we can do to bring more people attention to some great culinary scene down there. And we developed a program as a few months ago, years ago, called uh, The Best 23 Miles of Mexican Food. So we, we took an area of Tucson, we had some expert on, on, on geography said, okay, these are 23 square miles, and said, okay, what are the best Mexican restaurants in these 23 miles? So now with SACA, we're partnering, and we're doing a festival that is going to be called uh, uh, the 23. So we're bringing, again, that flavor of the Mexican cuisine with our local twist here from southern Arizona. So different events are helping us start planning and start creating uh, and, uh, and again, another interesting project that is happening. And again, everything growing organically, and we're trying to push it and incentivize it. Um, our, our friends from Startup Tucson, Justin, they're, they're doing the 10 West and trying to get innovation, yeah, concerts. Yeah. So I think we have all the ingredients in Tucson. We need to collaborate as a community and be proud about these projects. And, uh, and I think the effort like yours, uh, what it's helping us, again, change the perspective of Tucson and tell the world what we really are, that it's a great community with great assets. Uh, but again, a lot of times, unfortunately, we are so focused and concentrated in that pothole on the street or who's not landscaping that we forget the great many things that we have to offer. So let's fix those small things, but let's actually invest, let's grow what we have that can bring more economic development to Tucson, that it's, again, the uniqueness of our community. Right, and then focusing on the on the minutia of exactly what we see right in front of us. You mentioned, I think you said Saka. Or yes, it's the Southern Arizona Cultural Alliance, uh, and it's a local group, and they do they do many many events throughout the year. So we we talked to them about the idea of doing this festival and said yes, let's do it and bring it on. And all of a sudden, boom, we have a date in the summer. So uh, they move fast, and we're very happy. 
and we want to keep building this compression of events and things happening in Tucson that will expose other individuals to come here and see that we have, again, a great destination, a great community. That's great. Why do you think South Tucson is so important to our food heritage? Why does it matter so much? It, it matters so much, again, because of those cultural elements. Again, how, first, how we have adapted to our local cuisine, our local ingredients. I remember uh, uh, Janos, when, when he talks about when he was coming from France and working in, in, uh, in restaurants with all these amazing ingredients and coming here to the southwest of Arizona and saying, wow, this is different. These are different ingredients. And then start working around them and looking at the local producers, local ingredients. And if you taste his food, I mean, I've, I've gone to places that they say, oh, we have this great food product that is local. And you taste it like, well, it's a, it, it was a great experience, but uh, I will not try it again. I will not ask it again. It was okay. He presents some some uh, menu items in his sense of place, you know, he calls it, that are like, wow, I'll come back and I, I, I'll actually have that. I'll, I'll have a rather on a burger or, 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 or a salad. What he presented was phenomenal using tepati beans and, and choya bots and, and really understanding um, those elements that have been very important to many, uh, to, the, to the history of our community. So I think that's an important part. The second part is how we've been little by little because of that influence from Mexico and Mexican food here. We're celebrating Mexican food, but we're also again, starting to realize that dining out, it's a way to bring people together and family together. So we're starting to see people hanging out at restaurants and talking and chatting and, again, parting the bread. That, I think, that it's it's great, and I'm, I love seeing it here, going to restaurants in south of Tucson and um, the wait staff recognizing you, saying hello, bringing you an extra cup of coffee, sometimes even sitting with you at the table at the end and chatting a little bit. That's great. That, I think that's what serves purpose of life, and, and that's something unique that Tucson has to offer. So it's a little bit about paying homage and at the same time building community. Exactly, exactly. Uh, you know, I feel that when my wife and I check out a new place to eat, we feel more connected to our city. Um, and, and I guess that's the essence of localism, right? Um, I find myself not only you know, rooting for the dishes on the menu, but also for the entrepreneur that is that is putting it on the line. What goes through your mind when you go out to eat? Oh, boy, many things. I mean, uh, I spend a lot of time, so I want to check new restaurants all the time. I want to see new restaurants. I celebrate when they are successful. I literally uh, grieve when they when, when they cannot succeed or they have to, to, uh, to go away. Um, but for me, I every time that I want to go to a restaurant, it's with a group of people. I, I want to, of course, bring my wife, invite friends. I want for everyone to enjoy. And once I discover a new restaurant, if I'm out for business, I'm entertaining clients coming here, there's an airline looking to bring our service to Tucson, and we take them out to a great local restaurant that haven't been there before, I try it. And the moment we're leaving the restaurant, I'm already thinking, okay, this weekend I'm going to bring back all my friends and have them come down from the foothills to downtown or go to the south of Tucson or to the east, east side of Tucson uh, and have them taste something unique and different that we have here. And I guess downtown we have a lot of concentration, but I think it's throughout the community that we have amazing restaurants. You can go from Oro Valley to Marana to uh, Sawarita and then enjoy great food here in Tucson, even all the way to Nogales, Arizona. So uh, it's... I'm very proud of what we're doing with our food scene. We as locals, we know it. Let's tell the rest of the world that we have it. Yeah, so there was something like 1,200 you know, restaurants and, and drinking establishments here in Tucson. Two-third of, two-thirds of the restaurants and bars are locally owned. And I think when you throw in grocery stores, I think the statistic was that 
um, that, that they employ about 14% of people in the city. You know something, it's, uh, it's interesting you mentioned all the local restaurants and, and the, the Tucson scene. So um, I was uh, having breakfast, and I mentioned to you a few minutes ago with David Marcote. He works for Cantor Retail. He's one of the largest uh, intelligence retail companies in the world. They work with big corporations, and they look at about retailers, about how to be more efficient in the pricing and product. And uh, David, he was saying he was here in Tucson. So Felipe, Tucson is so unique and so different that it's a great place for anyone in the world to come and understand retail and to try retail. Um, we came to the analogy. They say, well, if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. Well, the same in retail here in Tucson. If you can set up a business in Tucson, a retail, that it's successful, it's a great way to test it and grow worldwide. So we have something unique and something very different. And again, let's celebrate it. Let's use it as a competitive advantage. And I think we are doing so. And, and we're seeing more and more individuals come here, realizing what we have in Tucson and either coming more often on vacation or buying a second home that eventually they'll come and be their permanent residence. Felipe, it feels like this is a really interesting time to be innovating via food, um, batch next door, you know, whiskey and donuts. Um, as I said, you know, maybe we should have started the interview there. That would be great. Good um, breakfast. I know that that is the breakfast of champions now, right? Or, you know, I think in like downtown kitchen and cocktails, you mentioned Janos a little bit earlier. You know, they have that delicious chicken plate with corn vinaigrette and chorizo chilaquiles. But, you know, they're also expanding their business through their cooking school, through their event space over at Carriage House. From my work, I mean, if there's anything that design thinking teaches us is that the user experience is critical. And I think food is not that different, right? So who, who do you admire on the food side that is doing really innovative stuff through their dishes and their concepts? So, Victor, I, I think that in Tucson, there's many people I think that have been great and been uh, all the Tucson Originals members. I mean, Pat in Pastiche and then uh, Frankie's uh, uh, Cheesesteaks on, on Campbell and uh, Jonathan's Cork. I mean, we have a great um, individuals have innovated from the, from the past, the Luria's, uh, Luria family, they did a great job with Cafe Terracotta. Uh, but Janos Wilder, I mean, coming back to him and what he's done, using local ingredients, the sense of place dinners, having the educational component. Um, but I remember we bring many media reporters from all over the country and the world to Tucson, and, and we always want when we take him to a restaurant for, for the chef owner to come and sit down and have a, a dialogue, not only bring the food and have the individual make his own interpretation, but have a chef come and talk about it. So I remember once we had a, a, a reporter coming here to Tucson, and we're having lunch at Jano's restaurant, and he came and sit down to the table, and at the menu were from uh, from chilaquiles with chorizo to uh, some curry and, and all these many different um, uh, menu items. So uh, the reporter asked Janus, oh, so you're, you're, your food is, you're an international food restaurant. And he said, no, I'm, I'm an American food restaurant. And she says, no, 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 I mean, you have food from India, from Italy, from China, so you're international. He says, no, it's American. Because if you look around our community society, it's American. And I think Janus talked to told us that he used to have, I think, a segment on television. He was doing some invited people from the community, and everyone would bring their mom's recipe. So this lady that immigrated from India will come and, and teach about curry, and someone from Mexico about chilaquiles, and someone from Japan talk about fish. And so he says, well, that's who we are as a country, and that's what we have to celebrate. And we've taken food from all over the world and make it great. And I think that's what is unique about the United States, and that's what we're doing here in Tucson. We're taking food from Mexico, from Italy, from Japan, from China, uh, from Ethiopia, and making it our own. 
adapting into our local ingredients, adapting into our local community, and celebrating and be proud of it. So uh, I think that's what it's unique, what we have here in Tucson. Yeah, it sounds like great fusion for sure. For the sure. Tucson fusion. Exactly. Um, so I'm from Nogales, uh, and you are from... Monterrey. From Monterrey. Yes. Um, so, you know, Elvira's restaurant, you know, with the, with the oh, move yes. downtown. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember going to the original Elvira's in Nogales, Sonora. How important are Mexican food entrepreneurs? And, and along those lines, investor groups and developers with ties to the border, how important are they to the infrastructure of downtown Tucson? Oh, it's big. I mean, it, it's bringing to us, uh, again, credibility is bringing us a different perspective. Um, the Dabdu family investing here in the AC Marriott Hotel downtown, buying the Chicago store, uh, buying downtown properties, um, changing them, bringing actually connecting us more with people south of the border. I know, for example, again, a group from Nogales, Sonora, is doing a fundraiser for a for a charity down in Nogales, Sonora, here in Tucson, and having people from Tucson connect with people south of the border. And then the restaurant side, bringing, again, uh, that food scene that is very important to us. Uh, for example, I applaud uh, Chef Susana from, Terra, from um, Poca Cosa, that she goes to Mexico and takes staff and, and, and gets to know more ingredients and food and educate and Elvira's coming here to Tucson are also bringing um, their own scope of things of food when they were from Nogales, Sonora, then moving to Chubac and now coming here to Tucson and presenting something unique and different and, and opening the eyes and the tongues and the palates of many of us. Uh, one of my favorite plates, for example, in, in, uh, in Elvira's, it's uh, lengua, tongue. And when I tell most people here that I like tongue, they're like, what? I don't want to, don't get it, it, it close to me. So, um, um, a few years ago, we were going down to Mexico. We take groups of people from Tucson to do trade missions and events and, and host events in Mexico right. to promote our destination. So we're going down the highway, um, and my mouth is watering right now that I remember. We're going down the highway close to Los Mochis in Aloha, and there's a little gas station, and in gas station it's a restaurant. And years ago, someone took me there, and I'm like, whoa, I'm going to die here of something that I eat. It was spectacular food, and it was lengua. They had like five, five different kinds of lengua uh, prepared there. So I think in this group, and half of the boss, it's it's uh, people from the United States, uh, Americans, and we stop and we and I order tacos for everyone, and uh, and uh, and say, so what is it like? Oh, it's beef. It's it's cow. Just eat it. Don't ask. Uh, don't ask. And everyone was in love with the food. Once we're done, I tell them, Hey guys, you ate tongue. Like what? And <laughs> he said, Yes, all of you ate tongue. I says, Well, it's it was amazing. It was really really good. Uh, and that's what I, I think, again, Mexico brings that is very different. I, um, listening, hearing, seeing uh, Anthony Bourdain when he talks about great food in the world, it's when people take ingredients that before they may be thrown to the garbage, and that's how the French became so famous in their food, was that they were able to take the oxtail and take the intestines and, and the brains and do something just spectacular. And I think Mexico is not that different. I mean, Mexico has taken, again, the, the guts and do menudo and the tongue and, and prepare in a way that is just phenomenal. So, again, it's helping us bring another dimension, another way of looking at food, and that influence of Mexico here is just phenomenal. I'm glad to see people from Nogales investing in downtown Tucson, and I know it's going to be more people coming here, and they're looking at opportunities, and uh, we're, we're, uh, we're definitely Tucson is the northmost city of Mexico, I guess, right now. Felipe, so if people are, are interested in learning more about um, our designation as the city of gastronomy and learning more about, about food here in Tucson, about the city, where can they go? 
Sure, they, they can visit our website, vctucson.org. Uh, and that website, you'll find information of events, about our food scene, about restaurants, and it's a great source of, uh, of data, videos, and content. And also, if you're a Spanish speaker or you have family in, in, in Mexico or, or in any Spanish-speaking country, uh, vamos a tucson.com. That's our Spanish version of vctucson.org. Thank you very much, Felipe. Thanks for sharing your thoughts. Thank you, Victor.